0: Together Thanks
1: for listening to the KC Morning Show
2: Everything's running smoothly
1: Yo, yo, yo What is going on? My name's Artsel. That's Kitty and this right here It's the KC Morning Show Hey, what is the word girl? Oh, oh, you're breaking up. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Is it working? That's not funny. It's been a day. Is and it obviously, working? it's worked. Okay. <laughs> Would we be talking right now if it was not working, kitty?
3: I'm just joshing you, dog.
1: Yeah, I woke up this morning and uh, my hard drive, it shows violence. His hard drive
3: was a floppy disk, right? Is that what you meant? Just- no
1: You know what With material like that That you're flying off I'm really upset that you Can't pull a show off in time Because you gotta go to work Yeah I'm sorry um, This is on me it's, it's an L On me I know So we can save our stories From Colorado for Friday Is that okay
3: Yeah Cool with me
1: Also We haven't even talked To these folks Since we got The official word
3: Oh yeah The nominations are in They're in I think I got us in.
1: Did you do this? Oh. It honestly
3: is me. I've spoken and I wanted us on the ballot again.
1: Well, we are the reigning and defending best local podcast according to the pitch. And now we can say defending and it means something because and we're now, back on the ballot, baby. Here's the
3: thing though vote for us. Here's the thing you got to vote for us mm-hmm. because if we don't run it back, you remember how disappointed you were when the Chiefs just freaking like, it hurt, like just sucked it, mm-hmm. sucked it hurt ass. So much at the second super bowl what the hell was that we can't have that we can't have that this is our moment to redeem the chiefs casey
1: this is not just a win for kitty and myself no 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 this is a win this will be a win for the casey morning host you can update your bio to say a two-time two-time winner of your best local podcast according to the pitch and once again you kansas city in the kc morning host also i got a couple of nominations that was pretty cool first time i've gotten one in a solo category best radio host which is hilarious because in march of 2020 i got furloughed from a radio job but here we are i love you kansas city so thank you so much for that one best radio host and also thank you kcur for giving me a job when i needed one and i got best local personality nomination which is hilarious i'm in the same category as brian busby and gary lezak the
3: weather guys
1: I mean ma We made it
3: You want me to be this nice Bubbly Whatever <laughs> And I can be Sometimes But you know That's your thing You're fun and energetic I have crazy eyes <laughs> We are not the same But I would like to gloat You know wherever you're talking about These nominations You know my job I love my job mm-hmm. Got nominated for like Five different things Yeah Daisy Lee Vintage Crushed You see that thing pop up Click it.
1: The Pitch Awards is important. It is a tradition unlike any other here in Kansas City. It's been going on since like the 90s. So make sure you get your votes in. Best Local Podcast here for your KC Morning Show and then if you want to, give me a vote.
3: Hey, should we make a TikTok?
1: Are you asking me or you're asking them? Because you know my answer. It's yes? I
3: I could read your mind. It sure
1: is not. I'm Edward and you're Bella but without the shield. I do hear that Twilight TikTok is next level.
3: This is true. Anyways, should we make a TikTok though to get people to vote for us Jurassic yeah the KC throw us okay. some tiktok ideas i okay. guess i have a bunch but mostly they're for me being weird Alright I'll try it I'll give it a shot
1: It's not selling out It's buying in Especially if it means We can run this thing back Give us a vote To pitchkc.com For all your information I guess I should get to What we're doing on the show today On the show today I got some homies of mine I hung out with John And Pistol They are in the Air Force They fly A-10s And with the anniversary Of 9-11 coming up I wanted to do a big Salute to service Type episode And it just so happens That uh, well My hard drive crashed This morning And this was on the backup So why don't we go ahead And play that today I thought this was was kind of awesome to be honest with you little round table with the boys just kind of talking about life and when we recorded this a few weeks back this was right after Kabul fell and we are getting all the folks out of Afghanistan. So as you can imagine, the last few weeks have been pretty tough. I had gotten to know these guys through working at Sporting KC. They've done flyovers for us and Kitman and myself. We hang out after the games and I legitimately consider these guys some of my best friends. And so I just wanted to know, fellas, how are we doing? How are we processing? So that's how we kicked this thing off. Went over to John's house, he barbecued, and we just shot the for a while and it was a great time. So, on the show today, we got Pistol. We've got John. They fly A 10s. They're way cooler than me. Back in the feeds on Friday. How's that sound?
3: Vibes. Do you find them? Did we, <laughs> did
1: we find the vibes? Are they back?
3: No, 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 no. Everything's still surging and shitting. You know, we'll regale those tales later.
1: Saluting the service here on your KC Morning Show. My name's Hart. So, that's Kitty. John and Pistol, the 303rd Fighter Squadron. Up next, we'll see
3: you in the morning. Damn, can I get a new nickname like Shotgun? to one place right to Kansas City the KC Morning Show
1: I want to say thank you for everything you do. Thank you for your service, but also I want to hear about just how you're doing. I don't want to get into strategy. I want to get into the you of it all. How are we processing all this stuff? Pistols, let's go first.
2: You know, I think it, I think it's hard regardless of where your stance is on anything. Um, human beings' lives are worth something. And so anytime the, we start losing human beings, regardless of what part of the world you're in, that's hard. That, that should be hard for everybody. So it's tough. It, it, you know, losing Americans downrange is tough for anybody. Uh, but we're there to do a job, and uh, and they're getting the job done. So very thankful to, to the uh, men and women who are over there serving right now and are getting it done, and our thoughts and prayers and hearts are all with them. And uh, I would be there right now if asked to go. And I told my commander that the other day my bags are packed and it's nothing more than ready to go serve uh, serve country and serve others uh and that's a that's a no bullshit answer i mean that's just what we signed up to do uh, and that's our heart so it's hard because uh, your heart hurts uh, there's there's a job to do and they're doing it so that's that's kind of where i'm at with it right now i think
0: I think I think I'm I'm hurting. Uh, I was doing okay up until the, the big attack, and then I saw the pictures of, of the, the kids, and that's yeah. really I mean it, they're kids. And anytime you lose a guy on the ground, it, it's hard because we understand that that's what they signed up for. I mean, for the lack of a better term, you know, we we all signed up to support and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and to give our life if need be. Uh, but it doesn't mean that it's easy. It doesn't mean that it ever gets easier doesn't mean that it isn't frustrating and yeah Pistol's been over there twice yep. uh, I've I've been over there five times at this point and I mean would I go back if if they needed it yeah sure I think we'd all go back even in these answers fellas I'm listening to you
1: I'm asking about you all how are you all doing and still the first thing <laughs> that you go
0: to is let me go help somebody else how did y'all get here what was your what's your story I grew up in Northeast Arkansas about an hour and hour and a half away from Memphis uh, to the northwest. A little town called Jonesboro, and my dad was a former Air Force guy that had then transitioned over and just fell into an active Guard Reserve spot with the Army. (laughs) And so, and this was right after Vietnam, and you know, he'd gone to Korea, uh, lived through the Tet Offensive. He's going through basic training, going to be an air traffic controller, and they walk in and say, congratulations, gentlemen, you're all now security forces. And my dad's like, no, 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 no. I am going to air traffic control, so cool. And they said, yeah, Tet Offensive, et cetera, et cetera. You are now all reclassed as security forces. Congratulations. And so long story long, he falls into this army job, marries my mom, and then I come along three years later. And all I ever knew was the military. And for whatever reason, my dad thought it was a great idea to show me Top Gun uh, when I was probably six, seven years old at most. Top Gun, Iron Eagle, Flight of the Intruder, Firebirds, I can go on. I just always wanted to do it. I don't know why, and I, I mean, to, to not get too long into it my dad was was it my family and my grandpa was in world war Two. both my uncles were in the vietnam era cousins etc 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 did you feel like you actually had a choice or you just knew oh, at I, some I, point my dad my dad couldn't stand it my dad he, he wanted me to be anything but military just because you know if you've done it for so long you see the the pitfalls that that it can have and i mean there are dangerous things that we do uh and And dad just like you want for your kids, he you know, he wanted me to be a doctor and go do that. And I went to jump school in 2002 at Fort Benning, Georgia. And on my first jump out of an airplane, I thought to myself, That is the coolest thing I've ever done. I want to do this forever.
2: Mine's different. Uh, I think I saw the Thunderbirds when I was like four or five, uh, Luke Air Force Base in Phoenix, and that was it. I was like, That's what I want to do. So I started flying when I was 17, got a job in an airport. Paid to get my private pilot's license. Wanted to do the military thing my whole life. Uh, Had a momentary lapse in judgment in my early 20s and uh, made some bad decisions, so I had to rebound back from that. And uh, that took a little bit of time, but went back to school. Got a degree in aviation, kept flying. I was trying to get on uh, with the Air Force in 2008-9-ish. Pipeline for pilots was kind of closing down. Somebody introduced me to this reserve mentality or idea of of being a fighter pilot. As far as being an A-10 guy, I always wanted to be a fighter pilot. To be open and honest, I believe, on the calling of people's lives. And I think that everybody has a specific calling and what they're supposed to do. And so we always say the A-10, you don't pick the A-10, the A-10 picks you. Fighter pilots, across the board, each one, they're, they're a different culture. They're different expertise. In each specific area. And so they're all kick ass. They all work their ass off to be the best that they can be at what they do. A 10 guys, we obviously are focused on the ground. And so that mission of close air support and that being about the dude on the ground was very appealing to me. And I used to go out to the golf course and sit there and watch the A 10s fly. Well, those A 10s that were flying is the unit that I'm in now. So I got to grow up as a kid looking at those jets going, I want to go do that. And you know, fast forward now. I'm sitting in those same jets, getting to fly them.
0: I would say for me, like starting out as an as a young enlisted guy going through being an NCO, an officer in another branch coming over. It was all kind of a weird way to get here. Everybody has their own reason. You grew up in a military family, whether you were in a bad situation and I mean I had days where I was doing like what we called front back goes and you know, that was like CrossFit before CrossFit was CrossFit, you know, <laughs> like I think that most folks when they really look back at it and me specifically, I I don't regret my decision. Kind of like Pistol said earlier, my calling was I wanted to fly airplanes, and my way to get there was to join the Army, hopefully fly helicopters, and then at a certain point, the door opened, kind of, I had to kick it open, but it was a, if there's an opportunity to switch over to the Air Force, do you want to do it? Absolutely, heck heck yeah, this is what I always wanted to do. So for me, when I look back, and I I think about the 23 years of, of my career, My first career, let's call it that, because I've I've started a second career since then, and Pistol will probably shortly start a second career as well with a a civilian carrier. Yeah, I don't think we regret it, because it it was an end of the means. We've gotten to see the good and bad of humanity. We've had the privilege and honor to work with some amazing human beings on multinational, multicultural options as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been a great ride.
3: If there's one thing that i found is as true as the sunrise it's that i like being on there with hot the
0: kc morning
2: show
1: so at this point i went and got myself another beverage john's wife had some dessert for us which was top notch got to make sure i mention that on the show and they just started telling me stories it was awesome and we wrapped with this story that was also pretty incredible on one of the anniversaries of 9-11 they they went to afghanistan and they
0: flew And with that, I'll let them finish that story. Very, very humbling, sobering, very quiet day. It's probably about right right now. What is it? Sun's probably a fist- above the horizon. That's about what it was when we left. As it's leading up, we start realizing, hey dude, what time was the first impact to the World Trade Center? He says it in Zulu, and Zulu time is like universal time. There's no uh, there's no time zone errors, so everybody talks off the same time. He had done all the calculations for what time, East Coast time, it was when we stepped out the door and, and when things were happening, so he's calling it out. To the second, he's like, it's four minutes. Uh, four minutes until first, first impact. I'm like, all right, here's my plan, and he goes, two, which is like the universal standard of, yup, thumbs up, let's do this, if anybody gets my Leroy Jenkins comment, hopefully I get that right. (laughs) I call the tower and I said, hey tower, we're looking for a time departure at this second. And they go, why in the world would you want a time departure in Afghanistan and A-10s? And I go, September 11th, it's the exact moment that the first airplane hit the World Trade Center. And, and it was just like, Roger. And he and goes, Bagram Tower copies. And I go, okay. And I'll never forget. I know you don't forget. We pull on the runway, and we're looking down the runway, and it's just, it's us. There's nobody else moving on the entire airfield.
2: Yeah, you talk about sobering moment. I'm sitting in my jet looking over at Sapper and his, and you're looking at the time frame and where you're sitting and looking at the mountains. The thousands of individuals have gone over there. Uh, they they know exactly what that looks like, and, uh, man, it's 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 burned into your memory. I mean, we sat there until that second hit, and at we that second. Two, we two minutes or so,
0: two yeah. two two and a half minutes sitting on a runway, so anybody that's sitting a, a southwest whatever airplane, you know, that's a long time to be sitting. And uh, we get to the second, and hog 6-1 one. One, yep. or 6-3 flight cleared for six, takeoff. Three. And we, we release brakes.
2: I'll finish the story here. So we we fly out and go through a valley. We head westbound. We were working northwest Afghanistan for that one. And as we progressed through the, the mission, we were all audibly honored during that flight, uh, including when we even met up with the tanker. We talked about it with the tanker and what was going on during that day in 2001. Uh, and we went up to the northwest and worked and went and did our job and came home and uh, got some photos of it, of flags we got to fly. I think we're going to do something special with a couple of those coming up on 11 September out make at Sporting. New. I mean, that flight, that's, yeah, it was a big, it was a, it was a moment.
1: I got one more question for you, friends. I'm not going to ask you to make a pitch for the military. I, instead, want you two to make a pitch for people I think if there's one thing we've learned in us breaking bread this evening is that we are people first and at the end of the day we gotta have each other's back you all have our back what is your pitch for people
2: I think for me it's you know What we talked about earlier with following dreams, uh, Sapper touched on it, but if you take specifically just kind of my life and what I've gone through, having grown up and wanting to follow this dream of of aviation and being a a fighter pilot and then making a a critical error, bad decision making, got DUIs, what happened um, at a very young age. Looking at that and going, great, I've messed my whole life up. And how you recover from that and how you recover from what you would call a mistake or a regret or however somebody wants to categorize something that has affected their life. What you do after that and how you respond to that is what actually is what defines you. It's not the error or the mistake or the regret that defines you. It's how you carry out after that. So I think we talk about pitching or any of that. It's, man, I, I would encourage anyone out there or any of my friends or anything that when you go through those bumps in the road or you make a bad decision uh, how you recover from that what you do with your decisions after that how you respond to those things or or what will guide you so i mean i i I made an error and had to bounce back. I had to change how I was living life, who my friends were to some extent, Um, had to change my environment. And then I had to work very hard at getting myself back into a position where I could fly again and I could finish school and I could go on to, to do this. So it's not that I woke up one day and I've had a super easy life. It hasn't been a rough life by any means, certainly if you compare it to some other people. But it's for me internally, I still had to overcome that. And so anybody, uh, I I would just say, man, follow your dreams. You know, Uh, don't give up on them. Don't say I... I messed this up and I can't do this now. There's always a way to bounce back. There's always a way to continue forward. Don't ever give up on that stuff. Don't ever quit. Don't quit trying. And the decisions you make after that is actually what will define you, not the mistake.
0: So I don't want this to come across as I'm trying to be churchy. I I know that to me, my faith is a big deal and I should make it even more of a big deal daily but I take a few passages the golden rule is a big one that I think that even if you even if you don't believe in the bible if you if you look at the golden rule if you look at love your neighbor as yourself that right there will will solve a lot of the problems that that we're seeing I don't think and this is specifically Americans that I'm that I'm talking to I don't think we're as far apart as sometimes it's it's portrayed in different avenues. I think that if you continually focus on treating people with dignity, respect, loving somebody that, that you may never have met, because I'm telling you, going to basic training, everybody in that squad bay and that dorm, you wanted the barracks, was from a different walk of life. I, I was a, from a small town in Northeast Arkansas. We had dudes from New York City, LA, had never seen probably a, like a legit forest. I won't say tree, because that's insulting, but like a legit forest. <laughs> and for the first first couple days, there were some legit growing pains because of backgrounds and cultures. But very quickly, you realize that you're all suffering together in the same way, and that everybody's exactly the same. I'm talking hours and days. There was no more black, white in between. Everybody were dudes surviving together, surviving drill instructors that were trying to crush you on a daily basis and a minute-by-minute basis. And the only way you're gonna get through that is together. And and I would say don't give up on, on, on people, especially here in the States, just love each other. Love your neighbor as you would somebody in your own personal close family, treat them with respect. And assume that they don't mean you ill will, because I think we've gotten away from that in, in life. Everybody's out to get me, and everybody is hating, and you know. And I don't, I, just, I don't believe it. I don't, I don't believe that the American spirit is that negative. And I think that, I, I think we're we're not that far apart, and we all kind of want the same things. Every parent wants their kids to have a better way at it, better go at life than they had. For themselves, you know, we're all working toward one one goal in life, and that's living off on the spaceship that's called Earth here. You know, I mean,
1: I always close my my interviews, my shows by saying, you know, it's a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. Let's even expand upon that, boys. Is it a good day to be a Kansas Cityan? Is it also a good day to be an American?
2: Absolutely, one and the same. It's a good day to be an American, but then we can break that down to KC boys, North Side, South Side. Call yourself the Kansas City Kansan, which is wrong, but we'll let you get away with it because sporting's out there. East Side Lee Summit boy. I grew up Southside Belton. So it's we all have our places in KC and uh I, I love this place. I'm a Kansas City boy. I'm a Midwest boy. Friends that went to different high schools all over KC. I love the sporting cauldron. My brother's out there all the time. I think that you know, and you look at barbecue, you got Vine Street, there's just so many cool places of Kansas City that get tied up together, and we all associate ourselves with different areas of the city. And whether you're a buzz person or a rock person or all these things that bleed together and at the end of the day we're all we're all one family, which I love. So it's always a good day to be a Kansas Cityan, but it's it's also a, a great day to be an American and to have the freedoms that we have here to be a Kansas Cityan. I love it. One last cheers, John pistol. Can we do this all the time? I believe that we will win, my man.
0: Oh boy. Yep.
2: <laughs> yep. America <laughs> <laughs>
0: Greetings, Hartzell. Search the
3: Force and a tremor I have felt. It was you. Your ego just busted a planet.
2: The KC Morning Show.
0: You're You're listening to The KC Morning Morning Show. Show.